Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Uh, Let's get right into it. This is just outside the airport. Today we're talking iPhone 11 and 11 Pro. Uh, So a lot of people have asked me this past few weeks, is the new iPhone worth it? That's been the question for the last couple years, immediately after Apple releases a new device. Uh, After the iPhone X release in 2017, the prices of the phones went up in the eyes of millions of people. That $1,000 price tag created such a serious sticker shock, though in all reality, the iPhone and Apple products have always been a top-tier item in the tech industry, so it's no, honestly no real surprise. Uh, You're paying, obviously, more than just $1,000 for a phone in all seriousness. Um, if you want to save money, you can grab at an older iPhone from four, five, six years ago and or you can dive into the wild world of Android devices. Uh, the thing that keeps me coming back to the overall package that Apple offers uh, across all their products uh, is to create this seamless experience that has, that has gone so well with my workflow so far in my career. Um, but as a buyer, um, buyer knowledge gets better and people begin to realize where exactly their money goes each month. It's hard to spend that much each and every year, let alone every two years. So it comes down to a few simple factors. What aspect of your phone do you need, want, or use on a daily basis that makes it worth that cost? Obviously, everyone might want a new shiny iPhone every single year, but is it truly necessary? Most likely not um, if you don't use it to its fullest potential. Now, I switched personally to the Apple Upgrade program a couple years ago, which each year I trade in the iPhone that I have for the latest and greatest the next year. Now, I personally switched to the Apple Upgrade program a couple years ago, which if you aren't familiar, it's a trade-in program that um, every year you can get the newest iPhone and then the next year, once your 12 months is up, you can trade in that device for the latest and greatest from Apple. Your monthly cost stays the same. And yes, I might be paying a premium at that monthly cost, but the trade-off for me is making sure I can use that device throughout the year on freelance, professional fronts, to pay for itself and then some. Living and working in this realm of tech and photography, it's easier for someone like me to see the differences. Um, And if the new features allow it, uh, will benefit my overall workflow and strategy to share content around that new piece of tech and what I do daily as a creator, photographer. Um, I plan on getting into those details about my workflow and how the iPhone fits in with that uh, in a later podcast. But today we are just talking about the iPhone and the reasons why you might want to look at upgrading or might not want to be upgrading this year. All right, so now you have two options in the new iPhone. Even though they really are looking at three variations on the table, the iPhone 11, uh, the screen size is 6.1 inches diagonally, that's the base model. The iPhone 11 Pro is 5.8 inches, so slightly smaller. And then you have the iPhone 11 Pro Max, which is 6.5 inches. That's the plus size phone, that's the giant one that a lot of people kind of want to have as a giant, huge screen if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, But in reality, the two options you have are the iPhone 11, the base model, and then the iPhone 11 Pro, whether it's the regular size or the Pro Max. Both of those Pro-line phones are identical outside of the physical size themselves. Um, So if you like giant phones or you get into the larger ones and you are really into those, go for that. That's the only real reason to go after the bigger size phone. Um, If not, grab the smaller one and you won't lose on too many features. The 11 
Um, base model is most interesting for me just because it has many of the things that people want in a phone. Um, and especially with the new iPhone, it has the ultra wide lens. Um, it has slightly better battery life. And I mean, overall, it's just a solid phone. All right, let's start with the iPhone 11, the base model. It's a simple phone. This phone has all of the internal features and speed of the Pro line. Uh, that includes the new A13 Bionic processor, night mode for low light photography, uh, the same camera setup, though you are missing that two times telephoto lens that the Pro line has, uh, which is a huge deal for most people. They're mostly after that ultra wide lens that's been in all the promos so far. Um, they both have the same video recording options in 4K, 30, and 60 frames per second. Uh, they have the same IP68 rating, which means it's water resistant to a depth of four meters for about 30 minutes. Uh, in a nutshell, that just means uh, you can drop in a pool, a toilet, puddle of water without any issues. Um, overall, this is the exact same phone on the inside, minus just a few minor features that I'm going to detail here. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't have its own flaws. For the more keen eye, this is where it differs from the Pro line. Another big miss on the 11 versus the 11 Pro is the battery life. The iPhone XR was last year's big winner of sales for Apple, and for good reason. It was a cheap 10 in a new colorway. Uh, the battery life on the XR was not great. Uh, and if you go by that, um, the 11 is only one hour, according to Apple, better in battery life. Uh, it's marginally better, I guess. According to Apple, it's an extra hour. So what are you going to do with an extra hour if you didn't like last year's 10R um, or the iPhone 10? You're not going to get a huge difference in battery life. The 11 Pro is where the difference is. They are saying that the, um, the Pro and the Pro Max have four to five hours additional battery life. Um, and in my test, I am getting a full two days of use from my iPhone 11 Pro uh, with moderate use. So that is from wake up to go to sleep, wake up to go to sleep, I'm getting an entire two full days out of my iPhone, which has never happened before. Uh, another big plus for ProLine owners uh, is you are given a fast charger brick in the box, which has been found in Android phones up until this point for many years. Uh, it charges the phone 50% in about 30 minutes. So so if you're a bit of a power user and you use your phone a lot and you need to charge it quickly, this is a huge pro for a lot of people that want to have a fast charger. But in all reality, you can go and buy these anywhere and it usually charges your phone just fine. But for anybody that's buying the 11 Pro, it's a nice perk that's in the box already. The iPhone 11 base model is missing that two times telephoto lens, like I mentioned before, but it's also lacking in the screen. This is the big difference in LCD versus OLED, which is found in the Pro line. Uh, the difference might be more minute for the everyday user, but for someone like myself, I take these things like a bit more seriously and have a more keen eye to the differences in everyday workflow. The 11's LCD screen is not as bright, 600 nits versus 800 nits. Um, so if you're used to using your phone outdoors, you might see a bit of a difference. The contrast ratio is much worse as well. The 1400 to one versus 2 million to one on the pro options. The colors and the specifically the blacks won't look as deep when viewing photos and videos. This is a big deal for as many, for people like me because I want that higher resolution screen for editing and posting images to social on the go. Uh, it becomes more difficult when you can't quite tell the, the image quality right off the bat or if you're trying to edit something on the go um, seeing those deeper blacks or the true blacks of what you're looking at or shooting, it's a huge difference. Uh, the 11 Pro does have a slightly larger screen than the higher tier 11 Pro, but that's at the cost of a lower resolution screen with a dimmer display. So if you're looking at those things as factors, those are a big difference between the Pro and the base model. And if you ask me, this whole three tier thing, small, medium, large, one, two, three options that Apple offers, 
Um, they're giving you the Pro line, the iPhone 11 Pro, as a smaller phone over the um, base iPhone 11. Uh, because it's slightly bigger, some people will go to that because they're like, oh, it's a cheaper phone with a bigger display. It's, it could just be, an, honestly, a marketing thing where they're just trying to force people to either the much larger Pro phone or the, you know, the, the just medium size 11 Pro, like the 11 base model. All right, so the big difference, the camera. The big new feature on both phones, though, the new to the iPhone is the ultra-wide-angle lens, which is, if you aren't familiar, is a 120-degree field of view, which is quite a bit, actually. Um, in early camera tests, it's actually pretty good, not great, but it's good. It's nice to have the option to have a much, much wider-angle lens. Uh, on the same view as many people have seen for years now on the normal wide-angle lens for the iPhone. Uh, though in some testing, I have actually seen my finger in the frame if I'm holding the phone a little too high on the back. Not a big deal, but still noticeable for quick snaps out and about. So with all that said, is it worth the upgrade to pay for the extra $300 to go from the iPhone 11 to the iPhone 11 Pro? That's a bit of a loaded question, but if you are aware of the technical differences that I've talked about and the way they may affect your daily workflow, then maybe it is worth the extra cost. For me, using the yearly upgrade program, I pay for 50% of the latest phone, which is $499 of the $999 price tag, and I get the latest and greatest the next year while I trade in my old phone in decent condition. If you look at that trade-in value back to Apple at $499 for the other half, the resale price of the one-year-old iPhone from years past unlocked on eBay is anywhere from $300 to $450. Sometimes you can see them for $500 or even $550 if it's in mint condition with the box and everything's still completely folded, perfectly still in the box. For me, uh, using the yearly upgrade program, I pay for 50% of the phone, um, which is $500 of the $1,000 price tag. I get the latest and greatest phone the next year and I trade in the old phone in decent condition. Uh, if you look at that trade-in value back to Apple at $500 and the resale price of a one-year-old iPhone from the year before, Unlocked on eBay, it's anywhere from $300 to $450, sometimes $500 or maybe $550 if it's in mint condition or still in the box. For me, it's a bit of a power user, or me as a bit of a power user and one that lives and works in this space, it's a no-brainer to use that upgrade program to kind of my advantage as I build content around this device and talk about it on a podcast and drive people to my work and pages on social media for that device. I'm able to take that content and kind of drive it and turn it into a profit on my freelance work and my consulting work um, all at the same time. It's just an easy thing for me to look at and kind of expense at the end of the year as a piece of gear and a, just another tool I can use at the end of the day. I believe if you're an average user, the Base 11 is an incredible upgrade. If you're coming from the 6, the 6S, the 7, 8, or even the iPhone 10. If you find value in any of the following details that I mentioned above, the additional reach and lenses, the much better battery life, and the brighter high-resolution screen, um, you might want to look into the Pro line. Uh, not to mention, I really dig the overall size and build of the 11 Pro. It's the same screen size of the plus-size phones of the 6 and 8 uh, without the actual like physical body size. They shrink the body and they just leave the phone the same size so the bezels just become closer to the edge. Um, in a nutshell, the camera is the main draw for many people in the iPhone each year, and with good reason. We use that camera like crazy to snap photos of friends, family, kids, adventures on travels. Um, it documents our entire life through lenses, 
and shares them instantly on social media. Uh, the 11 and the 11 Pro both have those new, really fun, ultra-wide-angle camera lenses, uh, which many people are going to go see as the big draw, which they've already kind of dug into with the advertising. Um, but the 11 Pro, is is it better, more improved phone experience overall? For me, the 11 Pro is my choice. So what do you guys think? Have you upgraded the latest iPhone? Um, are you going to? What makes the new iPhone over what you currently have better or worth the upgrade in cost? Um, do you have any factors I mentioned above that are worthy of that kind of thing? Uh, did I hit on anything that you were kind of curious about or had questions about? Is there anything more you want me to go into detail on a later podcast? Uh, please just reach out to me on social media. I'd love to answer those questions. But yeah, I think that's it. Thank you guys yet again for coming along to another episode of Just Outside the Artboard. This is episode six. So if you haven't checked out any of the other episodes, please do that. Report back to me with what you guys think. I'd love to hear what you guys think of the podcast. Be sure to follow along on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn by simply searching my name, Andrew Griswold. And I'll talk to you guys in the next one.